Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, We'll continue with our journey to the resurrection series with a discussion on Luke twenty two sixty one. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Luke twenty-two sixty-one. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him before the rooster crows today. You will disown me three times. Sin can cause two simultaneous yet conflicting responses. Shame propels us to conceal what we've done and whatever within our souls drove the action. Yet we also ache for the complete absolution and freedom that comes from stepping out of hiding and into God's cleansing light, to live in that place where we're fully known, fully loved, fully forgiven, and fully accepted. Yesterday, Jessica discussed the conversation between Jesus and his disciples, during which he told them of his upcoming departure, but also that he wouldn't leave them alone as orphans. He would send to them the Holy Spirit to comfort, guide, teach, and strengthen them for the colossal challenges and assignment that lay ahead. But they didn't have this indwelling, soul-fortifying source at the time of Jesus' arrest or throughout the horrific, traumatizing events that followed. Therefore, they were largely left to rely upon themselves, their strength, wisdom, and perspective. During an event so dreadful, their fight-or-flight centers in their brains completely took over. And just as Jesus had predicted, they all fled abandoning their Lord and Master, the one who only hours before had knelt before them to humbly wash their feet. The Lord who, while agonizing in the Garden of Gethsemane, had said to them in Matthew 26, verse 41, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. 
His tender grace made evident in his statement was reflected in his previous warning to Simon Peter as well. Simon, Simon, he said in Luke 22, verse 31, repeating his name as a sign of relational intimacy. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Did you notice where Jesus placed his focus? Not on Simon's failure, but the victory Christ knew would come later. When you have turned back, he said, strengthen your brothers. Return to your leadership position, to your calling, your assignment. Get back up. Dust yourself off and begin again. In essence, don't let your moment of weakness, your failure, keep you from the beautiful, hope-filled plan I created for you and for which you were created. Yet Jesus extended his grace even further by making eye contact with Peter at the exact moment in which he sinned, although I doubt it felt like grace to Peter. He was devastated and maybe longed to hide, realizing that not only had he failed in the precise way Jesus had predicted, but worse, that his Lord knew this? I felt overwhelming. Luke twenty-two sixty-two states that he went outside and wept bitterly. He wept intensely with soul-crushing anguish. However, Jesus didn't look Peter in the eye to shame or condemn him. That's never been our Lord's way. I believe he made eye contact with his beloved disciple and friend so that after the resurrection, when Jesus reaffirmed Peter and his calling, Peter would know that Christ's absolution was complete. There would be no niggling doubt, no hidden shadows in which unresolved guilt could reside. Peter could not later say to himself, well, if Jesus only knew what I had done, he wouldn't be inviting me close now. With one look, Jesus made it clear he knew all. He'd seen all, and later he also made it clear he had forgiven all. This is what makes confession so beautiful. As we unveil the deepest parts of who we are, as we acknowledge all of our failures, all of our faults, our Lord forgives us our sins and purifies us from all unrighteousness, inviting and encouraging us to walk in complete absolution in the freedom of grace. For some of us, that feels more challenging than it might for others. Sadly, some of us have learned to live as if our weaknesses Our failures and our sins are greater than God's grace. But when our inner lies try to plunge our forgiven and cleansed souls into shame, may we reflect upon our Savior's tender mercy shown to Peter and remember that our Lord saw and loved us at our worst and died and rose again to bring out our best. And may we ask for his strength to walk confidently, joyously, and boldly in his life-giving light. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you that we don't have to hide from you, that we can't hide from you. You see everything. You know every sin, every failure, every weakness. We love Jesus's invitation to the disciples that they would pray that their faith wouldn't fail, acknowledging that he understood that their spirit was willing, that they didn't want to fail him, but he also understood that their flesh was weak. There's such grace in that statement. And thank you for the example that Jesus set in the passage we discussed today. Thank you for the reminder that he sees everything 
And when he forgives us, his forgiveness is complete. There's no shadow for shame to hide. When we battle shame and guilt, or may we remember the price that Christ paid. May we regularly turn to you, acknowledge places where we failed, and then fully receive the forgiveness that you offer us through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.